Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Terry Teagle, Bonzi Wells, Joey Devine, Vladimir Stepania, Jan Von Branikolf. Sean Keen, Slick Watts, Norton Barnhill, Patreons, Caleb McNeese, thank you, Caleb, Moondog Riz, thank you, Moondog, Jesse Pitsley, thank you, Jesse, musical guest, the amazing Rhythm Aces. And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine. Well, that was a more abrupt fade-out than it normally is. (laughs) Uh, It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode our first of 2024 i'm here as always with america's uncle dad america's uncle feature at the sacramento punchline this week sean keen sean how are you i'm all right i had a wild week but uh you know uh my car actually got stolen on christmas night crazy yeah, from outside my house, but mm-hmm. and it was stolen because uh, you can go on TikTok and learn how to steal a Hyundai Sonata. Mm-hmm. Well, don't and, tell uh, people with, like, that a USB cord. Well, I mean, that, it's out there, Joey. <laughs> uh, but my car was recovered, and today I found out that the interior was soaked in gasoline. Cool. So I might be getting, I might be getting, I maybe uh, America's uncle. Uh, used car driver. Mm-hmm. Sean, do you think the Oakland police will find Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Anthony Mackie, the three people who stole your car? I mean, the night yeah, before they, Christmas. Um, because one of them was on steroids, <laughs> and one of them smoked too much weed, and the other one was uncomfortable about a pregnancy. Do I remember that? I don't right? know. I don't think well, I do think that uh, Lieutenant Michael Shannon might help me out. No, the um, <laughs> let me tell you, the visit from the police was abrupt. Mm, can't he believe did it. Not want to be there. It was weird. Uh, I asked for I asked if this kind of thing happened. And he goes, I don't know. I normally work East Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, we're almost in East Oakland. Do you see it? And he said, I don't know. You need to get the club. So he might have been paid by the club, actually, mm. Joey. 
And then uh, at the end, he went, you sure you want to press charges? Like I was testifying against the mafia or something. Mm -hmm. So, uh, fun stuff. I'll be taking a rental car to Sacramento. So if you have ever wanted to know what it looks like to see Sean Keen driving a Nissan Sentra, I'm pretty sure (laughs) that's what I'm going to be visiting. Slams in the Lion uh ladybird and eddie murphy's old house in granite springs all the sites mm-hmm. of sacramento uh the safeway with a weird horse statue the bin candy place in old town sacramento um the where train else museum the train museum uh the the is arco arena still a building i don't know i'll probably be going to an arco the ziggurat you the didn't arco mention the, oh, the ziggurat the ziggurat the west sacramento's landmark that's like a middle eastern uh king's home the ziggurat the most babylonian piece of architecture and i think the entire central valley um all right sean so uh <laughs> you because you're uh you're having a busy week you decided i want to make this a quick one and yeah. you have written questions you want to ask me for each Western Conference team. Yeah, and I have one for an Eastern Conference team. I think I'll make that one last. Okay. Um, um, but we're just going to go. Yeah. So I have not a, looked yeah, at these questions. I should make yeah, that don't, clear. Don't even look at them okay. at this point. I will not. I mean, you probably um, looked at some of them, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to do. By the way, um, Rambo Patreon's kind of popping off. We're, 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 on a pause for a few days but yeah we, we, we owe them we we owe we owe them a couple we owe a few reacher episodes we're pretty yeah. behind on reacher admittedly but, but we've been it's, it's we'll christmas. get there yeah, yeah. We, we're like tech we're like tech bros we take the week after christmas off mm-hmm. we've got we've got some coming uh good stuff um, um we'll pa- you can pa- do that at patreon.com slash round rock pod follow us on uh twitter <laughs> slash round rock at round rock pod gmail.com at round rock pod at gmail.com god i forgot how to say an email address um uh t-shirts uh, they're all in the links in the description sean i will say i had a uh i was thinking about twitter today yeah, you know how Twitter do. now is uh, worth 78% less than it was worth when Elon Musk bought it? Wow. I am honestly surprised that's what it they retained that much value. That's what, that's what they announced today. Um, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, this is how in the future I will be able to describe to people what being an Oakland A's fan was like. <laughs> Because uh, what Twitter is doing currently is like the early days of John Fisher owning the Oakland Athletics. Yeah. Um, I assume they're just going to eventually announce that uh, they're going to move Twitter to overstock.com. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, it really feels like it feels like uh, blue checks are basically raw sewage seeping into the dugout Mm -hmm. of Twitter. Well, I was thinking blue checks were actually country breakfast, Billy Butler. Oh, Um, I mean, that's a pretty bad one. too. Um, All right. uh, Sean, you have questions about every team. Every team. Uh, We're going to Well, every Western conference team. Be ready. All right. In first place in the conference, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves mm-hmm. are they're uh, they're leading the pack. They are. Let me give you the record: twenty-four and eight. Joey, after mm-hmm. that hot start, do you now believe in Carl Anthony Towns? Define uh, uh, what am I believing in him doing? Um, um, okay, I'm going to say taking not taking the leap, but taking the hump. Being like, a being an all star. Do I believe in him as being performer? like the? Yo, okay, that's the question. Are we talking playoffs or regular season? Um, we're saying we're saying no. We're saying we're saying with what you've seen so far, is he now going to uh, lead the Timberwolves to their first playoff series win since two thousand four? I mean, I don't believe that he's leading them now. Um. <laughs> I mean, isn't this really sort of an Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert is good again, Mike Conley is pretty good, Jaden McDaniels is good, Nas Reed is good. Like, isn't this just like they have oh, a lot got... of really good players? I um, mean, no, this is a, this is a referendum on Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. He's never had 
so much talent around him. Can he get it done and not disappear in the playoffs? I mean, I do think they're going to win a playoff game, but I don't believe it will be because of Carl Anthony. T- I mean, a series, but it won't be because of Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> yeah, if the, if the if the playoffs began today, they would be facing the Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. That would be hard for them, I think. That would be tough for them. I feel like emotionally <laughs> and physically. They might end up playing the Phoenix Suns, however, as well. Yeah, which... well, I assume yeah. you're going to have a question about the Phoenix Suns. We'll have a Suns. question about the Suns, actually. Um, okay, so <laughs> you're you're a, you're a no, basically. Well, I mean, I think the I think the Timberwolves are real and are really good. I just believe in Anthony Edwards, not Carl it's Anthony not because Towns. You just don't believe in Carl. That's fair. No, he's still of the five starters, <laughs> the guy I believe in the least. Ooh, ooh. That is that is really something because Mike Conley is forty eight years old. <laughs> I know, but he's like. <laughs> You know, he's, he's like he's tough. <laughs> yeah, like Remember when he played with that broken face. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and like, look, as much as we make fun of Rudy Gobert on in life and on this show, he's like the other than last year, he's a good basketball player. You know what I mean? Like, by the way, did 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 you know that? Um, Mike Conley Senior is a gold medalist in the triple jump. I did. From yeah. Barcelona? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? Uh, there's a video of they did a like celebrity dunk contest, and I believe Mike Conley Sr. wins it from like the 90s. Oh, that's um, I mean, I, I think he that. beats like Ken Griffey Jr. or somebody <laughs> weird like that. I'm <laughs> definitely going to find that as an Instagram <laughs> clip for sure. I will say uh, Mike Conley remains very solid. Uh, if I had to give some advice to the Minnesota Timberwolves, it would be start playing Jordan McLaughlin more. Mm-hmm. This is a team that basically needs to have a point guard on the floor all the time. And mm-hmm. I don't think Dacian Nix is going to be the guy. You don't believe in Shake Milton or uh, Naw? You don't think you don't like you don't like Naw's ball it's handling? Like point guards. I know. <laughs> I just, you know, play a point guard. Like, that seems like. My main, one of the weirdest things that NBA teams consistently do to just decide maybe you don't need a point guard. Hmm. I think Kyle Anderson is basically a point guard. Um, All right. Anyway, keep going. No, play a a point guard. (laughs) You're playing giants all the time. You're trying to play like two or three big men at once. Get a Mm -hmm. point. Just have the point guard do it. Okay. Um, All right. Oklahoma City Thunder, they are second in the West with a 23-9 and record, just defeated the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. If you were Sam Presti, Joey, are you making a trade this year? Um, it depends on the trade, like, on what's available. Like, mm-hmm. if they could get Lowry Markkinen, sure. Right. Um, but if you're Utah, why are you trading Lowry Markkinen? That mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like you have well, a lot of. Picks. I understand why you're Danny Ainge and you're addicted. Yeah, to you're picks. a psycho. Yeah, that's um, the reason. Okay, yeah, um, that's a good point. I forgot uh, who we were dealing with here. Um, but yeah, like like when people talk about the Jazz selling, I'm like, they already have all of Minnesota's picks and all of Cleveland's picks. Like, I mean, I do think picks? they're gonna sell. I think they're gonna sell, like Clarkson and Olenek. Um, but that's yeah, that, just, but that's very yeah, different. That's, I yeah. feel like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yes, so, that would yeah, be a good guy. Um, okay. But no, well, I don't think I would make a trade yet if I were them just because like Zach Levine, like we know Zach Levine, Pascal Siakam, these aren't guys that like are on their timeline. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, OG, rules, I like, maybe, OG, I maybe would have traded for if i were them mm-hmm. but even then it's like is og that much better than dort well and they also play this kind of like super weird style of basketball and now they are suddenly really good at shooting threes i would kind of just mm-hmm. want to see it play out a little more because yeah. it's not like there's an awesome yeah mid-season trade make that trade in the offseason oh my follow-up if you were sam presti are you making another album hmm I, I think yes. Yeah. Those those rubes in Oklahoma will eat anything. Look, again, <laughs> you should make an electronic <laughs> album. Look, 
like, uh, you know, one of the mistakes Billy Bean made was not uh-huh. releasing an album. I feel like uh, the Oakland yeah, A's fans definitely would have pretended it was good. Like when you're yeah. one of these like do no wrong hero GMs yeah. uh, in a small for a small market, milk, milk that money, get that milk money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I will say it says something about Nick Nurse that even though he brought a the first championship to Canada, people still are not interested in mm-hmm. hearing him play music. No. Maybe there was like that summer afterwards. Okay. Uh, third place is the Denver Nuggets, who are 24 and 11. Joey, Nikola Jokic has been unstoppable once again this year. Could an opposing slender slow down Nikola Jokic by peppering him with questions about harness racing? Um, no, I don't think he even wants to talk to anyone about harness racing. He just wants to watch the harness racing. And like, like smell it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess he went to the, the harness racing track uh, while they were in New York, which is, yeah, I don't even a know where weird it is. team this year. I feel like, um, they're obviously really good. Uh-huh. Um, but like they play weird guys, you know what I mean? Like. Their bench is really not as deep as it was last year. Not that I think it matters, but like, no, no, you're. That's a good point. Like they, they, have... they play like you're like watching the game and you're like, who the fuck is Colin Gillespie? Yeah, uh, <laughs> they play a lot you... of Peyton Watson. Um, Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson definitely in their long term plans because he is in a Hotels.com commercial yeah. with Olyokic, which means. No, I mean, I mean that didn't that get uh, what's his name, Joe Joe Young, like a Pacers contract for two years just by being a Gatorade commercial star. So, I mean, that's a, they're committed to him. Yeah, there's a lot of um, Julian Strother. Yeah, it. <laughs> um, it's like Peyton Watson, Julian Strother, Colin Gillespie. Like they don't even play like Vlatko Konchar or well, Zeke Nachi. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot he's hurt. He would be the sixth man. Yeah, but like they don't play Zeke Nachi that much. A guy that they've been claiming they were going to be playing a lot. You know what I mean? Like, well, they just gave him like a three-year contract <laughs> extension as well. So, uh, yeah, they're they're minutes leaders. Reggie Jackson is. Oh no no no. Sorry. Uh, yeah, they they play the starters the most. Reggie Jackson, Christian Brown. Peyton Watson, Julian Strother, uh, Gillespie. It's weird because he's only played eleven games so far, but uh-huh. somehow he's I feel always like I've there seen in like every one minutes. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah like he. Well, I, I watched the game they played against the Rockets, and he played twenty minutes in that game, and I was like, "What is happening right <laughs> yeah. now?" It's really weird. Uh, uh, I guess I feel like the they actually recently. should make a trade for a. Uh, some kind of Reggie, uh, Reggie Jackson, um, Jamal Murray, you know, just just in case um, those guys yeah, are like exactly more, healthy guys. Scoring insurance, you mean? Just like yeah. a little more not playing Colin Gillespie in yeah. the playoffs uh, insurance. Yeah. Like, you know he, what? He's, They'd be a great... Only, he, he has only played one game since December, but since sure. November, sorry. But but I just mean, uh, like, it's not like those guys have been healthy their whole careers. You know what I mean? Like, Well, Joey, there's a, a slammed up favorite named Braxton Key who mm-hmm, uh, could use true. a little more burn, I think. <laughs> um, all three right. Three minutes next? nine games. All right. Next, fourth place. It is the Los Angeles Clippers who are up so to a weird. twenty and twelve record. They have not been clippering recently, Joey. They have won twelve out of their last fourteen games. Mm-hmm. Please explain why is this team? Oh no, sorry. How is this team going to blow it this year? I mean, it's obvious, right? Like they have. Look, we've been kind to Paul George lately on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, mainly because of his amazing podcasting. Yeah, so he's far. just uh, we're just sort of in on him, but still in the playoffs, they are counting on a combination of James Harden, Paul George, Russell Westbrook. That's not a lot of uh, 
guys who have history of playing well in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a history of guys. Um, <laughs> you have a lot of guys who um, remember 9-11 very well leading the team. Well, know? I just mean that you have a lot of guys who uh, have maybe sabotaged playoff series before through oh, I, hmm. uh, different means. Like, uh, you know what? Uh, the perfect example. Do you remember, Sean... Uh, it, it was made a, they made a big deal this week that Jordan Clarkson had the first Utah jazz triple double since like 2008 or whatever. Mm -hmm. But do you remember first off fake stat that made me upset because Ricky Rubio had a triple double in the playoffs in 2018. That that is actually Um, my jazz question, whether that was Ricky (laughs) Rubio erasure, but I have a backup because I had a feeling it might come up. Yes. He he broke Russell Westbrook's brain by getting a triple double on him. And and then Russell Westbrook (laughs) hounded him up and down the court and left uh, people that weren't Ricky Rubio wide open. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, good job you kept Ricky Rubio from shooting. <laughs> but Great it's job. just one of those weird things where he's the, you know, if somebody calls him West Brick, mm-hmm. uh, he spins out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, by the look, way, by the I way. Could, yeah. I could both see this team winning a championship and also losing in the first round. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, shout out to uh, Norman Powell. Absolutely kicking ass this year. Yeah. Norman Powell, like one of those 55%. guys we have always loved. It's like the uh, um, there's lots of guys like this. These bucket guys that like yeah. for some reason uh, NBA fans hate and are always trying to trade. Yeah. And I, I definitely remember um, just the Norman Powell. uh college experience mm-hmm. he just like i mean i just basically don't watch that much college basketball but i unusually watch a lot of pac 12 basketball mm-hmm. on that conference r.i.p that conference after this year uh yeah so seeing like nor i'm always like yeah yeah norman powell he's got trevor reza they're sleeping on him it's just all like ucla wings that i always mm-hmm. think are way better than they actually yeah are. you are still waiting on the johnny juzang um I, resurgence I, a team could use him joey <laughs> um Sean, here's a question I have for you. Yeah. Um, about the Clippers. Yes. Uh, remember when they traded for James Harden and went like zero and six, and then yeah. everyone made fun of them uh, mm. because they acted like Daniel Tice was going to save their season. Did he save their season? He might have saved their season. <laughs> Honestly, I gotta say, um, let's see, Daniel. Not Tice. through anything he did, but. Uh, for whatever playing reason, a lot. he is playing a lot, but <laughs> like really a lot, um, <laughs> way more than I would have thought for a guy that was sort of barely in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, th- when Daniel Tice is on the court, they have a offensive rating of 121. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good offense, and and then the defensive rating is 114. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are, my god, the the like. Kawhi Harden, um, weirdly, Zubach mm-hmm. trio is just kicking ass. Paul George, yeah, you know, it's fine. Um, he's still fine. Well, Russ is awesome. I hate the fact that. Well, he like willingly yeah. took himself to the took himself to the bench. Well, I guess no, he's still yeah, yeah. He's only started yeah. ten games now. So well, and, and now he's the like the way he plays is he plays like an energy big man. He plays well, like, uh, like Kenneth Fareed now. He's like <laughs> Kenneth Fareed crossed with Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. Now. It's very weird. It kind of rules. It's like cool. Also, I think we got to maybe say uh, James Harden played it perfectly. That sounds crazy to say, but didn't he end up in the best possible situation? Isn't he going to get a pretty good contract? Like maybe not a four-year uh, contract. I don't know. We'll not see. Not one that Daryl Morey lied to him about, but but I actually think he did a great job. Um Good job, good job. Um, okay, Joey, the Sacramento Kings, the fifth place Kings, mm-hmm. uh, holding on right now. I don't uh, buy this team. I anyway, they're 19 and 13, they're outscoring their opponents by half a point per game. That probably mm-hmm. is not sustainable with that record, Joey. I have a question for you. Yeah, who in the rotation has the worst defensive rating on this team? This is just a trivia question. Oh, this is of guys that like play, right. Is it Kevin Herter? 
It is not. It is uh, It is a defensive specialist, in fact. Oh, is it my least favorite Sacramento King? I have a feeling it is. Is, that, <laughs> is it is Davion it? Mitchell? It is. It is. Yeah. 120 points per 100 minutes. You know why? Because it's hard to be a defensive specialist when you're five foot ten. Mm-hmm. He NBA. also, yeah, he also is a fake hustle man. Um, yeah. uh, Joey, one question for you: Is there any chance I will be allowed to light the beam this weekend? No, unfortunately not. Shang, not. maybe if Shang yeah. called them, maybe I should. Um, I should call them on Shang's behalf. Yeah, you should do that. Um, uh, you should uh, also don't forget call Harrison Barnes and invite him. He's always the on the guest punchline. list. Uh, I know, I but I don't think he knows that. You have to figure yeah, out he how doesn't to actually get him. listen. I gotta, yeah. <laughs> I gotta let him know. You know, actually, the guy I would really like to see at a show this weekend. Chris is, Duarte. Uh, Sasha Vink. No, I want oh, Sasha to come. <laughs> oh, Sasha Vizenkov. I love yeah. that guy. He'll be oh, me too. I don't want him. Don't play him more. He might mm. be he might be slower than I think. Uh, um, I actually think. Uh, it's funny on uh, the other podcast I produce, Unsalvageables, a few uh-huh. episodes ago, uh, uh, the Italian man Simone Fontecchio came up, uh-huh. who's awesome this year, but wasn't very good last year. Yeah. And Sarah was just talking to him about how, like, it actually, like, the first year coming from EuroLeague is harder than people think it is. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, so that's my guess. My guess is Vizenkov will play like a billion minutes next year and be really good. Yeah, that's that just my sense. thought. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans, they're 20 and 14. They're in sixth place, virtually tied with the Kings. Mm-hmm. But we are six weeks away from Mardi Gras. Joey, will the return of the most nightmarish mascot in the NBA, the King Cake Baby, help or hurt their chances? I don't really understand why this team is good. <laughs> um, well, CJ McCollum is shooting extremely well yeah. this year. Uh, they got they're deep. They got a lot of guys. They do know? have a lot of guys. Yeah, I guess they got um, Trey Murphy back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that should help because they just weren't really shooting threes because Brandon mm-hmm. Ingram is like not that comfortable there, I guess. And mm-hmm. Zion can't make them or free throws. Well, Zion is bad, right? No, can, I, I think we... he's, I think he's still actually good. Despite... Really? <laughs> well, I think he's just so unstoppable offensively that even his inability to rebound and sort of like inability to run aren't hurting as much as they should be look not to be an eye test guy but i feel like anytime i watch the pelicans i'm like zion is doing nothing i mean he looks terrible but (laughs) i mean but at the same time he's also scoring 22 points a game and making like 60 percent of his shots all right i guess i mean look i don't i don't really buy it except I just think he's really, really hard to stop. It just and, feels uh, like he's a hologram. You know? I, I agree. I've had the same experience. It's just I looked up his stats and I was like, wait, he's almost an all star. Like, I think that's why he actually gets more criticism, like from the inside the NBA guys, because they see him and they're like, well, this guy's unstoppable. And then he's like out of breath two minutes into the game. And they're like, Jesus because every time I watch they this team, you, they let him remodel that house and add a gym too. So every time I watch this team, I, it's like I guess Jonas Valanciunas is far and away their best player. I mean, he rules. He, guess what? Jonas Valanciunas is making thirty six percent of his threes. Uh, he's averaging fourteen and ten. Uh, rarely turns the ball over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's weird because I think in the playoffs this really doesn't work. Man, he's like really makes his free throws too. That's the thing that if Zion was making his free throws, he'd really be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, more they need more JV action. I don't think they do need more JV action. I, I just, I mean, I don't know. I'm probably wrong. I haven't watched them a ton, admittedly. I've only you know the national TV games where yeah, I haven't seen him with Trey Murphy playing this year. Yet. Me either. Um. 
but yeah, the king cake cake baby always helps. I love the king cake baby. I'm I'm in the minority. I love the king cake baby. Yeah, he's what's a, not he's to a, love. He's a baby, but the way the costume is, he kind of looks like maybe like a baby that's been dug up out of a grave. I um, mean, the king cake baby is like uh um he's He's like all the great new horror classics we've had the last few years and that he's yeah. a meditation on grief. That's a good point. Um, yeah. He's kind of he's kind of the Megan of uh, yeah. mascots. Um, all right. Seventh place. I, I got to say, I'm a little I've been a little surprised by the standings mm-hmm. so far. Uh, I'm really I, I write about the NBA every day. And yet, OK, um, the Dallas Mavericks, they're mm-hmm. 19 and 15. Joey, the sale is complete. Mark Cuban is no longer the governor of the Mavericks, but he is running basketball operations. Joey, how long is that going to continue? I don't think it's happening right now. Yeah, I think they just let him say that. Maybe. Yeah, like I, I really think he's just like a meat shield for the bad decisions they're going to make. Right. Like he's like a figurehead. Um, I'm with you. No, it's not going to last very long. Sean, um, here's a question. Yeah. Uh, they delayed the Epstein list from coming out until the uh-huh. 22nd. Is Mark Cuban going to be on it? No, he's not. We okay. said he was too annoying to hang out with. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, he's pretty horny. He is pretty <laughs> horny, but I, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, it's, I would say that might explain why he sold the team. Could be, yeah, because then (laughs) then they're like, well, he doesn't even have power of a basketball decision. It's like, I thought I did. All right. uh, Oh, Sean, I have a a Mavericks question for you. Yeah, Joey, we have to release that episode again the the day before. Well, no, I actually think we need to do a sequel to the episode, uh, but we'll talk about it. I have an idea for what I want to do. Um, um, but yeah, because we've re-released that episode three times, I think. I don't know if I want to do it again. Um, but Sean, I have a Mavericks question for you. Sure. Uh, they're good, right? Like su- surprisingly good. Um, I mean, yes and no. Like they're um. I don't know. They okay, so they have the tenth best offensive rating and mm-hmm. the twenty second defensive rating. They're outscoring mm-hmm. their opponents by point three points a game. Yeah. So I mean, they're kind of. This is kind of like where they would have been if they didn't try to tank at the end of last year. My question was just going to be like, is Derek Lively that much of a like a difference maker? Where like. They went from having the worst defense on earth to like one that is fine ish now. <laughs> I think their defense is still pretty bad. Yeah, I yeah. Have, but it's say. true. It's true. I mean, last um, year after the Kyrie trade, it was really like the worst defense ever. But I guess you're right. Well, the guy um, who is like really I do think Derek Lively is pretty good though. Yeah. Um, but the guy who is just eating shit on defense is Grant Williams. Yeah. Well, and uh you know, the, because Kyrie's been hurt a lot and now Dante Exum is hurt. And uh, I mean, it's not yeah, well great, soon, but, Dante Exum. Yeah, yeah. But like Derek Jones Jr. is fourth on the team in minutes and mm-hmm. he's been pretty good. Two and three are Tim Hardaway Jr. and Grant Williams. Mm-hmm. So ideally, those guys would not be uh, your two and three guys yeah. in minutes, I would say. Derek Lowley, fifth. Um, it does not seem like Seth Curry is playing a ton. Um, I also, I'm surprised Jaden Hardy doesn't play as much as I thought he was going to play because he was good last year. He's actually played more than Seth Curry. In fact, well, isn't Seth been hurt though? Um, yeah, I think so. And also, he, um, I believe Jaden Hardy, uh, kind of fouls a ton. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I mean, Josh Green has been uh, not very good, I think. Yeah, well. Guess know, who has the best surprising. offensive rating on that team, though, Joey? Uh, Luka Doncic. Uh, that is incorrect. He's oh, really? blowing him out of the water. Uh, let me look at this here. It's his life partner. Um, oh, it's uh, is it Dwight Powell. It is Dwight Powell. <laughs> 
How long are okay? Are they gonna retire Dwight Powell's jersey? I mean, if they didn't, if they didn't retire Berea's, then no. Mm-hmm. It's possible he it's might be on the point. team a really long time. Didn't he sign like a three-year, nine million dollar contract? Yeah, Berea left though, so. Oh yeah, he he betrayed them by going to the Timberwolves <laughs> for like a year and a half. <laughs> Jose um, Berea, secretly the Derek Fisher of his era, yeah, who uh, left for a while. <laughs> uh all right uh the phoenix suns are in eighth place with an 18 and 15 record joey they're disappointing they have no depth is it time for matt ishby a new owner to turn mm-hmm. to hand the keys over to isaiah thomas <laughs> um no because i think that's how they got here yeah I think uh, they, they already did yeah secretly um but was there anything funnier sean then Kevin Durant sending up a I might request a trade soon balloon oh, like incredible. two days before Christmas. Oh, it was so good. And it was so early. He didn't yeah. even wait until January. <laughs> um, He's still under contract for like four more years. Mm-hmm. And they trade they blew up a team that again had some chemistry issues, but was in the NBA finals in mm-hmm. 2021. So and, uh, here's my question for you, Sean. And added Bradley Beal. Oh, that's <laughs> no. an Isaiah Thomas Nicks move. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, who says no uh, to this trade? Are you ready? Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me build it here really quickly. I have um, a feeling where this is going. <laughs> who says no? Uh, Kevin Durant uh-huh. for Chris Paul and Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> I mean, the the Warriors are going would say yes to almost anything in a, in a Kevin uh-huh. Durant trade. Sure, like that that as long as they still have Steph Curry, mm-hmm. like anything. Yes, the Warriors say yes. Uh, would that would, no, that's but the would Kevin Durant say no? No, he'd do it. I think he'd do it. I think he's. I oh think yeah, he... <laughs> he'd one hundred percent do it. Because I think he's also like. If I went back to the Warriors, I get a statue. Like, like I really think they'd build. I think Joe Lake would build Kevin Durant a statue. I mean, I think Joe Lake wants to build Kevin Durant a statue anyway. Yeah, that's all. Because here's a secret about Joe Lacob. Um, He kind of resents Steph Curry because he's the only player on the Warriors that he can't claim credit for. Yeah, well, that's um, why uh, that's why they're building a Larry Riley statue mm-hmm. outside Aisha Curry's restaurant. I would build a Larry Riley statue. Well, I mean, I just to Larry the dude. Riley. What a good yeah. dude. Um, all right. Um, Larry Riley, the... the Ringo of the NBA. He's People just love everything. hanging out with him. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, keep going. Yeah, the Beatles broke up because John Lennon was on heroin and decided he liked doing heroin and hanging out with Yoko better than he liked hanging out with Ringo, which mm-hmm. was the only thing keeping him in the. But they stayed um, together because, like, three albums longer because they all liked hanging out with Ringo. With Ringo. All right. Yeah. Um. yeah, they only really quit when Ringo's like, this is out of control. Like, George Harrison was being psychologically destroyed. And not until Ringo's like, I'm out of here. And they're like, oh, we got to fix this. Um, uh, <laughs> Phil Spector, get in here. Okay. Um, Houston Rockets are 16 and 15. They seem, every time I see them, they look like they have a different level of quality. Um, I don't know what's happening with the rookies, but here's my question. Joey, Shangoon is good. That's what this is. Anyway, Shangoon is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Agree or disagree with the following statement? Mm hmm. Fuck Jalen Green. Disagree. Um, uh, I disagree with pretty much everything Bill Simmons says. Um, I don't know. Fun team. Weird team. Uh, I don't really know what to say. I wish. I wish this wasn't going to lead to a bunch of um, them being pretty good. Wasn't going to lead to like a bunch of stories this offseason about how Ime Adoka is cool and good. Because I mean, cl- <laughs> yeah, there. I, I think he probably isn't. Yeah, um, as my he guess, definitely isn't. <laughs> Just saying. Eighteenth um, offense, fourteenth defense. I mean, sorry, fourth defense. Um, yeah, their defense rules. Also, Jim Green's twenty-one years old. Just like, yeah. Just keep these guys on your team. Like it's not um, a big deal. Yeah. 
Uh, also, want him to kind of suck a little bit while your team's sucking. Yeah. Okay. Um, Congrats to, to our friend Forrest, though, who has been so miserable the last so miserable. Uh, few I'm, seasons watching I'm this happy team. happy to see yeah. the Rockets for Forrest, the Rockets and James Harden thriving at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, uh, and I can see the Dallas Mavericks being a bit of a powder keg, which he would also mm-hmm. really enjoy. All right, the Los Angeles Lakers, they're 17 and 17 on the Hoop Collective this week. Uh, the the people voted, said LeBron James was the second best basketball player in the world for 2023, mm-hmm. uh, which felt insane to me. Um, is that insane, Joey? Um, I don't think it's insane. Why do you think it's insane? Because they were talking about the in-season tournament as being mm-hmm. like the big. Okay, that is crazy. But sure. like, why would you put him ahead of like Joel Embiid? I mean, I guess he set the points record too, but but like, it just felt like an incredible overvaluing of the in season tournament. I mean, he's just better than Joel Embiid, you know. I, but I, you know me, I'm not an Embiid guy. Yeah, I just um, mean he like missed a lot of time, like like the heroic, heroically LeBron leading James. his team to a conference final sweep. Like, just felt weird. I wasn't. I wasn't like He's what LeBron a year James. for LeBron James after 2023. Was over. <laughs> That's all. Also, He's, he still gets LeBron the merits okay, for here. the new Space Jam movie. <laughs> True, but here's my thing: LeBron James is so good at basketball, Sean. Uh-huh. He was able to convince people for three months Rui Hachimura was good at basketball. I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> I just mean, I feel like there were other players that did a little more. That's all. I, it, it just seemed like we were really over. Just like, are people going to be like, what an in-season tournament run? Like, did the Lakers have a winning record for the year of 2023? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I feel like. Shouldn't it be for someone that, like, won more basketball games that weren't in a carnival to try to impress owners and let him be in a Las Vegas investment group. That's all. Okay, and maybe enough. that's extra impressive. I don't know. Uh, okay. But here's my question. After that horrible play where LeBron James was called mm-hmm. for a two when he maybe made a three, will the referees apologize to LeBron again? Um, and is that going to be enough now? No, it's never enough. That's the thing about LeBron. Uh, it's never enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to send Austin Reeves to the free throw line 10 times a game for him to even start to forgive the referees who broke his trust so badly last year uh, in a regular season game against the Celtics mm-hmm. that made him pout for almost 15 minutes. On Here's play. my Lakers question for you, though, Sean. Yeah. Uh, which NBA, which really, really good NBA player is just going to be bestowed upon them in at the February trade deadline to turn this season around? Everything uh, to me is saying Zach Levine. I just don't UCLA, think Zach Levine is actually good gonna enough. You're going to get him for free. <laughs> but like Zach Levine being the third guy, I mean, he just seems like the most likely guy. Who else were they talking about? Could be Malcolm Brogdon, although I kind of mm-hmm. think the Blazers might just not make a trade with the Lakers. Like that's that's mm-hmm. kind of how um, Joe Cronin rolls. Like, <laughs> like I'm not. I don't need to trade that guy to this team. I don't like. Like he did. He's done just fine with that before. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really mind a spite based. <laughs> See the decision. The, the joke I was saying is uh, for no reason the Grizzlies just trade them Desmond Bain. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like that is that him. is classic. That would be classic NBA. That's David Stern's NBA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I could see a deal where like Julius Randall comes back to LA. Maybe. Um, I was just trying no, to think like who is the like Glenn Rice? Guy. Who is the Glenn Rice of this year's NBA? You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I landed like... on Desmond Bain. Um... Yeah. Um, I could see it being like um, Miles Bridges. Oof. I mean, they don't really have enough for that, but I could I could see. Wait, you mean Mikel, like, Michael Bridges, right? Michael Bridges. Sorry, yeah, not yeah, Miles yeah, Bridges. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is He's, who it is. It's Michael Bridges, actually. My waiver priority uh-huh. has been reset in the Rumble Rock Fantasy yeah. League <laughs> for mentioning him on the podcast, and I accept that punishment. Um. Okay. 
the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. They're in 11th place with a 16 and a 17 record. I had initially just written pass here. <laughs> um, but my question is, uh, what did Moses Moody do to Steve Kerr anyway? Dude, I don't know. Sean, actually, I there is something with the Warriors I want to talk about that yeah. I haven't talked to you about yet. Okay. Which was, did you see Clay Thompson's press conference last night? Yes, I did. I've, I actually wrote Where about it this he morning. He said Steve Kerr had to have a conversation with him because his negative energy was ruining the team. I mean, it's true. <laughs> he's, he's, well, so I was, um, the Warriors also got uh, our friend, uh, sideline reporter Kareth Burke back from maternity mm-hmm. leave. And she had the funniest report on Clay got his third foul mm-hmm. and headed to the bench. And then he hit the chair with his elbow and then mm-hmm. he did it again, but he hit it too hard and he like really hurt his elbow. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, that was a very Clay Thompson moment. And I will say while Clay Thompson has been a giant baby. Um, mm-hmm. And a huge I bummer. Do, and a huge bummer. I do feel like he has like a level of introspection where like he does kind of think about things like that. Like mm-hmm. he stopped being such a weird trash talker. And now he's like, pouting on the silence but but honestly i do think that like that press conference my takeaway was that he sounded like a guy that is not gonna make a big deal if and when they move him to the bench Mm -hmm. i just Um, think he's like i think he does he's you know he's like very emotional in the moment but i think he does kind of get embarrassed when it's mm -hmm. pointed out well my question really though for you is Uh Uh, couldn't that conversation have happened 15 games ago? I mean, yes, but they had to arrange Draymond's therapy. Uh Uh, Steve Kerr has been talking to every DJ in the league. He has to organize the refs. He has to lock Moses Moody in his hotel room so he can pretend that he accidentally missed practice so he can justify putting him (laughs) on the bench. It's a lot of things. He has to, um, you know, keep slipping nickels into Kevon Looney's shoes so they get heavier and heavier and heavier and he can't jump. Just a classic Steve Kerr prank. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's been he's got a lot to deal with. And he's got a he's already probably negotiating his TNT contract for next season. Uh, so yeah, he didn't have time to talk to Clay. Second question. Yeah. Is Draymond Green coming back this season? It's weird because it feels like <laughs> Maybe not anytime soon. Uh-huh. Uh, also Our friend Julian asked me if Greg is, I mean, if, uh, sorry, if um, Draymond is ever coming back. And I was like, I think so. I think what's happening here is is he's actually getting help. Unlike yeah, the normal actually, fake I, things that happen. That's what, that's what I, that's like my takeaway. Because otherwise they were like, Woj was like 11 to 13 games. And I was kind of like, because at this point. You can't reasonably say that the Warriors are competing for the NBA championship. Right. Like, it's just not. And so at that point, you're almost just better off playing, like, playing Jonathan Kaminga a lot and Trace Jackson Davis and, like, see if you really can turn around because the way things have been was not tenable. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I yeah, I think it's going to be think... a while. I still sort of think the way things are aren't tenable, but that's uh, mainly because uh, every time Steve Kerr makes a uh, a substitution, it feels designed to make me maddest at the moment. Well, he he's he's trying to maximize the time he has. His, he his wants to make you to mad, like, and yeah. he wants to infuriate uh, Jim Park. That's yeah. his main. It's, that's his main legacy. There's is, a crazy thing he's does now where. At Sheridan Hoops, everybody. I like I CP3 is fine. He's like yeah. he's like oh, I like him with the bench, but the, he does a thing now where it's like Brandon Pods will hit mm-hmm. like two threes, but then they have one turnover and he's like pods to the bench, CP3 in, and I hate when CP3 and uh Steph Curry play together. It sucks. <laughs> They were really good together last night. I watched the game last night. I know they were really good together, but I still that was hate kind of it. them tricking young guys too a yeah. little bit. Like I call that the Cliff Robinson special, where you mm-hmm. weren't really that good, but you knew some moves that just would trick a twenty-two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, nothing wrong with that, but you know. Anyway, uh, what desperation trade are the Warriors going to make? Because oh, they have um, to make one. I just don't know if it's going to be as desperate. Like the more they lose, the less desperate it becomes. I mean, they don't have trade. a draft pick, though. right? And they're gonna. I feel so they like they have gonna to tra- make the play in. <laughs> I mean, they they don't really. It's, I mean, they don't get the pick wherever it lands. So, well, it's top four protected. They're not going to get that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could win the lottery. Wouldn't that be amazing if they come back really with a top funny. three pick and pick uh, whoever the equivalent mm-hmm. of James Wiseman is this year? Zach Eady? Is that, that Stiff's name? Anyway. They're all um, bad. They're, they're, they're Everyone in the draft this year is bad. I just I just don't think they're going to really be able to make a panic trade. I mean, they'll trade Chris Paul for something, but it might even be after the season. I don't know. No, because he's, he's in the final year of his deal. Right, but they can trade him before June 30th. You know what I mean? They're going to have plenty of time after uh, they're bounced from the plan. I mean, yes, I'm optimistic. I think they're moving this summer, I think. Um, I mean, it could be both. (laughs) I mean, who knows? No one is safe. Clay Thompson's not coming back either. So I I think Clay Thompson is coming back for $12 million a year. Yeah, that is my prediction. that That might be the case. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. The Utah Jazz, they're in 12th place. Joey's other team that he supports. They're 15 and 19. <laughs> they're one and a half games behind the Golden State Warriors, which mm-hmm. is kind of a bummer for both of them. Um, Jordan Clarkson got Utah's first triple double in 15 years. Uh, we talked about Ricky Rubio Erasure. Where should they trade him next month, Joey? Uh, I mean, New York. He should be the quickly replacement. Your your bucket getter off the bench for the Knicks. Yeah, and they can they can give him like a protective. <laughs> and he would be so famous in New York. Like he, New Yorkers would love Jordan Clarkson. He's the new J.R. Smith for them, but yeah. like not sort of like kinder, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to knock J.R. Smith, no. but Jordan Clarkson's like a really nice guy. Yeah, and J.R. Smith has accidentally killed people before demons so, he has know. demons uh he but jr smith is nice we, so uh, we support too. him yeah. it's more yeah. that jordan yeah, yeah. clarkson's just a really good <laughs> yeah 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 um, um uh yeah uh also that triple double was hilarious because um it was like not a very impressive one um, mm-hmm. he ended up with 22 11 and 10 i think but going into the fourth quarter he had like 13, 7, and 6. Mm-hmm. And Will Hardy kept him in for so long as this game became a blowout. And all he tried to do was hunt rebounds for three minutes. And finally, Will Hardy just yelled at him and said, Get a goddamn rebound so I can sit your ass down. Uh-huh. Will Hardy rules, by the way. He, he's really great. Um, I thought he would suck. He's hilarious. He's great. great. Um, the funniest thing that was happening, according to Sarah Todd, is uh-huh. everyone on the Jazz knew what was happening except for Walker Kessler and Walker Kessler kept blocking shots when (laughs) everyone was trying to get Jordan Clarkson rebounds. Such a funny milestone. I mean, it was perfect. It was perfect. Like it should end in a really silly way like that. Also, they like beat somehow beat the Mavericks by 30 during that. Anyway. um, Okay. Our next team, the Memphis Grizzlies, they are in, 13th place they're 11 and 22 they're two and three <laughs> since john Morant returned mm-hmm. joey what do you think a random collection of businessmen in memphis think about that? well they didn't like that dance he did nope i didn't tell no him that much uh <laughs> um i this is a weird they're a weird team to deal with um thinking yeah. about where they are because uh they're 11 and 22 which I mean, is obviously not good. Point, I think. I think no, it's too late. but <laughs> I mean, I guess they're only. I mean, the Warriors could lose games. nine games in a row again, and the Grizzlies go seven and two. Well, the Warriors aren't in the in season turn. In the I know what I'm just saying is the Lakers are only seventeen and seventeen. Yeah, they're five and a half games back, but <laughs> yeah, but there wasn't like a lot of reason to. One of their wins was kind of a miracle overtime win, and they're just still pretty bad. Like the the big problem with Memphis is that they have some guys who are out for the year. Mm-hmm. And they've made some poor transaction decisions in the past two years. Mm-hmm. 
You mean so Jake LaRavia is not? I mean, all of those <laughs> bizarre trading D'Anthony Melton to get David Roddy. Like, they had to they had to waive Kenneth Lofton Jr. Yeah. Um a guy that they were claiming was like awesome. Um <laughs> I mean you only have to watch Kenneth Lofton Jr. for yeah. about 90 seconds to realize he's not really an NBA player. Like Big Mac Biombo was like we have to keep him. We have to keep Bismack Biombo. I mean, there's kind of this like internet moneyball thing of like, well, actually, this guy who's like a really unusual looking player could actually be kind of good. And the answer is usually no, they're not. Like this is basketball. It's not like it's not like you know Darren Sproles succeeding for being like five six and shaped mm-hmm. like a cannonball. There Here are it's only like, a couple. Yeah, this guy's Earl really Lincoln's. overweight, and uh, sometimes he gets buckets, and then he's really tired and he can't play defense. Um, like. Although, uh, Sean, uh, Craig Smith had a, had a, an okay NBA career. Yeah. That is true. The Rhino. Yeah, the Rhino. Byron, I, I really believed, once Byron Houston broke my heart, a 6'4 guy who led the NCAA in rebounding and uh, suddenly couldn't quite do it the same when there were seven-footers there. Yeah, that was... Man, Craig Smith played longer than I even thought he did. Well, uh, six years in the NBA. Pretty good for Craig Smith. Um, I thought it was like three. Um, Craig Smith was six, seven. Yeah. Probably not. And very round. Um, Yeah. He 250. (laughs) According to Wikipedia, 265. Um, His other nickname besides the Rhino. Do you know what it is, Joey? No. Cookie Monster, not a great <laughs> longevity nickname. Anyway, the Grizzlies should should draft Craig Smith next year. It's, yeah, he's he's their style guy. Is there a Craig um, Smith Jr.? Let's let's make it happen. <laughs> okay, the Portland Trailblazers, they're nine and twenty-three. Mm-hmm. This is not like they're fun to watch. This is not a year where they I like this yeah. team actually, except when DeAndre Ayton plays. I like them so much better when Duop Reith is in. So, so we have, uh, my, my question is how much time is DeAndre Aiden spending at, uh, ground control, the arcade? Zero, zero He's, time. He, he doesn't leave his go- house. Yeah. He'd have to see other people. The stats in the arcade do not count towards his rating. Mm-hmm. Zero times. Okay. Follow up, Joey. Has he eaten at Tusk? Yet, Absolutely or not. Tusk delivered to his house. No, but I think he probably has had pizza shoals delivered to his yeah, house. That's probably true. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think that's I think that's fair. Okay, and final, finally, the San Antonio Spurs five and twenty-eight. Um, I've said my piece about them just just being ridiculous about the point guard position. Here's my question. Joey, does San Antonio already regret passing on Jaime Jaquez Jr. in favor of Webby? <laughs> Uh, no, but they do, uh, they do regret giving, uh, Devin Vassell and Keldon Johnson, like, $40 million deals. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not sure if Keldon Johnson's gonna earn that. By the way, did you see the, um, did you see the Paul George quote about Kawhi Leonard? No. What did he say? Uh, uh, it was pretty funny. Oh, so this is a uh, sorry. This is something uh, Lamarcus Aldridge said on the All the Smoke podcast, mm-hmm. where he just said he said the reason he did, he didn't like San Antonio was Kawhi didn't want to learn. He didn't want to learn about Africa and all these maps. He just wanted to hoop. That's kind of like you know what? Fair. Um, <laughs> speaking of good podcast clips, did you see? Also on all the smoke, uh, Al Harrington and Steven Jackson talking about that the fateful night at Club Rio. Oh my gosh, no! But <laughs> I might we might have to do a Patreon on that. Al Harrington is like, uh, yeah, I was at this restaurant and I saw Jamal Tinsley roll up, and I looked in the back seat of his car, and he had like twenty five guns in the back seat, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> what the heck, man! <laughs> Did and he, he was like, we're he coming from the pan? gun range. We're coming from the gun range. And, and then they reveal that they all of the Pacers had just gotten their guns two weeks ago because the sheriff came to Steven Jackson's house and gave them all permits. What? Yeah. <laughs> 
Because they all decided they wanted to go to the gun range all the time. Doesn't Um, that sound like something that the FBI does in a movie to, like, uh set them all up? (laughs) And then they don't have practice the next day, so they're all like, we're going to Club Rio tonight. Like, they're losing their minds. (laughs) And what's really funny is Al Harrington is like, yeah, I was at Club Rio, we were having a great time, and then I went home, and we were all going home, and I just went home. And then I woke (laughs) up eight hours later, and uh, they were, uh, I got a call from Jermaine O'Neal, and he was like, Steven Jackson's in the hospital. Oh my god. Apparently Al Harrington got in his car, took a right out of the parking lot, and then as everybody else was going to their car, all hell broke loose and he just missed it by like two minutes. It's amazing. He's a blessed he's a blessed guy, Joey. All right. Also, Steven Jackson reveals that when he had to have uh, two hours worth of uh plastic surgery on his lips rick car without anesthesia rick carlisle held his hand the entire time <laughs> that does not surprise me one bit <laughs> you heard that uh rick carlisle took the piano at harrison barnes's wedding and just started playing music i did not that's funny <laughs> yeah, loves him uh one more question joey yeah well this is a question about the eastern conference but having watched this team uh do we think that peyton pritchard and sam hauser cut each other's hair (laughs) yeah and they use a flow bee their hair couldn't look worse it's (laughs) that's the main thing that is making me doubt Mm -hmm. the celtics in the past is those guys being on the court together um all right sean that's our episode Mm -hmm. um is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to be... Look, everybody knows that I'm in uh, in Sacramento this weekend for 10 mm-hmm. sold-out shows with uh, the great Shang Wang. But uh, I'll also be at the Makeout Room on uh, Thursday, January 11th. I am opening the show for... Grace Kuhlenschmidt at the Makeout Room in San Francisco, 7 o'clock to 9.30 p.m. I'll be doing about a half hour at the top of that set. So mm-hmm. check that out if you're in San Francisco and you like abnormally strong margaritas because that is what they serve. Mm-hmm. Um, great. And then as for me, you can always follow me at Frankie Muniz, where I don't have a date for this one, but I once tweeted, my face smells like freaking butter. I'm a freaking butter face. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this one is really good, too. I forgot about this one. In 2002, I was nominated for a Golden Globe. In 2020, I'm just sitting here staring in the mirror at my balding head. <laughs> Hey, he's not balding anymore, thanks to the hair club. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And shut it down. I guess we'll have some Eastern Conference questions next week. Well, we're the geeks of the industry. And we only watch basketball on Synergy. The geeks of the industry. And we always view the broadcasters on TNT. The Athletic does it. ESPN does it. Basketball analysis is buzzing. Not a statistician, but I calculate. And like Danny and Nate, I'm gonna evaluate. So give me the numbers. I'll beat the cap guy. Rubbing against your tax apron like some partner. I'm giving you nylon calculus. And I'm charting the shots. Logging every miss. Yes, I'm tracking the picks. I'm tracking the lips. And updating my spreadsheet. Projections are so hot that you'll be ripping off your budget. You should be the GM. Yeah, that's what that I'm dreaming. You're screaming. But it's not the trade machine. It's the Sloan. The conference. I'm trying. Ain't a flame war with Scout with Brian. You know you're smart and he's dumb. And neither one of you can take Candace Parker one-on-one. Cause we're the geeks of the industry. And we only watch basketball on Synergy. The geeks of the industry. And we always be the broadcasters on TNT. See a scout. Scouting? I got the blocks of cow. And the player that you're watching is in front of you. Pulling up from long range and he's bricking off the front rim. Booyah. You're looking at his box score line. He looks just like Reggie Jackson. Mr. October. Uh-uh. Not the Reggie with the baseball career, but the disappointing Pistons guard. 
like looking odd. All right, this ain't hard. You're sitting on the couch with your calculator gripped in your hand. You think your hot take is gonna land? Do you A? Take a look at his ability. B? Your calculators win probability. C? You post a tweet about his game. Well, the answer is all three, but he searches his name. You quote tweet, tweet, quickly retreating. Jay Skeets is telling you that you're full of shit. You take his confrontation. No, you're bobbing and cobbing and you're getting ratioed, and then you check out his player similarities, which is cool, but it says he's like the new Yan Vesely. Haters are getting mad. You don't want them to meme you In this situation, what do you do? A. You say it's just your first impression B. You hit him with another regression C. You photoshop it scoring on a chair And D is what I do, and yeah, it's unfair I cherry pick all the stats that make him look the worst against his peers Now all the casuals disappear Hide the map right behind a Patreon paywall And now the other nerds will all go AWOL Getting back to my small ball Without the shot charts and the capits Then I go through all the CBA rules But base your compensation has to hit the salary floor Get to extra second round picks Baby sign each one more I want him and dine him Text with Rich Kleiman After the game check my mentions and search my name And before anybody gets a chance to tweet I say yo, don't say nothing I guess I'm just a geek Cause we're the geeks of the industry You a freak till Yo, you worse Wendy B The geeks of the industry and we always mute the practices of TNT. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.